is Kyron Williams, a top 10 dynasty running back. We're talking about that and more on today's episode of Locked On Dynasty. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code all lowercase locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is former NFL scout Matt Williamson. Follow Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt. Kyron Williams. Yeah. What are your thoughts about this guy? Reluctantly buying in. Okay. Uh, I mean, small, slow, thought he might be on a bad rebuilding team. But I'm, this is not really dynasty related. Something we were talking about on Peacock and Williamson earlier in the, the week. I think McVay might be coach of the year. You know, that he's getting an awful lot out of this offensive line, this defense, et cetera, et cetera. And Williams is getting not only a lot of work, but they love him. I mean, he's great in protection. I remember reading up on him and watching him at Notre Dame. High, high character, team captain type guy. Yeah. And sometimes at this position, that might be all you need. I mean, he, he's not going to bust 80 yarders. Hope he can hold up, but they trust him and he does all the little stuff. So I think he's pretty valuable. Kyron Williams, five foot nine, just under 200 pounds, 23 years old. He was drafted in 2022. So he's in his second season, was a fifth rounder. Uh, and we, we kind of mentioned this a little bit yesterday as we were talking about Isaiah Spiller and the Chargers. But uh, Kyron Williams, when early in that pre draft process, he was he was the guy, right? He was uh, yeah, yeah. in the running to be a, a top two or three running back in that draft class a couple of years ago. And uh, we got to the combine and things went, things went very poorly for Kyron Williams. And uh, that was really all it took for his, his stock to fall uh, in, in the dynasty space and uh, evidently in the NFL uh, space as well, because as I said, he fell to the uh, middle of day three was a fifth rounder uh, to the Rams, of course. And, and then as a rookie, we, we didn't see much from him. Um, there was all the trouble with cam acres. That's been pretty well documented and discussed acres was nearly, uh, nearly traded and nearly cut during that 2022 season. And, um, was essentially sent away from the team at one point and, and then brought back. Um, so even, even with that going on, Williams never really got a shot, carried the ball 35 times, for 139 yards as a uh, as a rookie caught nine balls for 76 yards so played sparingly as a rookie um but then you look at you look at what the rams did this past offseason they still had acres at that point they uh they obviously bring back kyron williams they use a uh another late day three pick on zach evans who 
uh, honestly, it was kind of a similar path to Kyron Williams. He was a guy yeah, good that point. we uh, we really liked in the dynasty circle, and uh, and then uh, his his stock plummeted as uh, as he fell in the NFL draft. And honestly, I mean, you think back to um, think back to drafts last off season, Zach Evans was being valued way ahead of Kyron Williams. Um, so I think we had the right idea. The Rams don't really like Cam Akers. Somebody can come in and take that job. I just thought it might be Zach Evans instead of instead of Kyron Williams. Um, Me too. This season has been unreal production from Kyron Williams. He did miss uh, miss several games. Uh, in fact, landed on the injured reserve list. So uh, missed missed about a month. Still has over 800 rushing yards, seven touchdowns, uh, 29 catches for 189 yards, and three scores. Uh, he's the RB10 on the season in total points per game, even with those missed games. And if you are just looking at points per game on a fantasy basis, he's the RB3 on the season. Unreal, unreal performance from Kyron Williams. Yeah. Six times he's been a top 12 running back, one game as a as an RB2 that was actually just this past weekend. So super super productive and really the question here Matt uh is um can can he keep it up? Can he continue it into next year and not only will he I think it's fair to even ask will he be the starter? Are we assuming that Kyron Williams is the 2024 starter for the Rams? 80% chance. Yeah. Yeah, I think we, <laughs> I, I agree. I think we have to at this point, with all we've seen, I think we have to say yes. He's the overwhelming favorite. We know the Rams; they never have draft picks. I think, I think twenty twenty four will be a little bit better um, in, in mm-hmm. when it comes to that, as far as uh, what draft capital they have. But they never have much in the way in the way of draft picks. So. I think well, they have a lot. They just never have high ones. You yeah. know, they they have a lot of mid round picks. So a lot of these fifth rounders, the Nakua's of the world, are starting to turn out all right. Yeah, that worked. But to out that okay. point, yeah, that worked out okay. Uh, to that point, though, I still think if you're team building the Rams, I can't imagine a world where they take a running back on day one or two. I mean, certainly not day one. I mean, the defense is overachieved, but it's still full of no name guys mm-hmm. or an offensive tackle or anything else still would make more sense. So I would expect him to not compete, but be complimented with a 220 pound bruiser. That's a fourth round pick. Matt, we talk about this every year uh, when it, when it comes to these running backs that surprised uh, we, we certainly said the same thing. Uh, we said this last year about a guy like Damian Pierce, who had an awesome rookie year. The first chance you get, sell sell this guy right sell Damian Pierce mm-hmm. he doesn't have the upside we've done the same with uh with other running backs in the past who uh hit that rookie year especially those you know those day three guys even the undrafted players is Kyron Williams different from that I lean towards no but I think he could win you a fantasy championship in 2023 which is Awfully nice. You know, if I'm a contender, I'm riding him to no no end. But, boy, I think I'd like to move him this offseason. I'm scrolling down to some of your notes, especially. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cheating a little bit on the test. Just where he's going, how he's being valued, and that nature. 
I don't know that I'm jumping in the deep end with this guy. Okay. We'll talk, we'll talk about some dynasty yeah, trades yeah. that are actually happening uh, that involve Kyron Williams. And we'll, uh, we'll do that soon. Of course, this is the Kyron Williams dynasty value study, where we look at ADP rankings, trades, and input from uh, social media to really narrow down, uh, nail down the value of players who has, have seen their value change drastically and Kyron Williams certainly fits that bill because uh, even if you look back to November ADP uh, at DLF, he was the 89th overall player. He was the RB 26. Um, that was actually down a little bit from October. Of course, that was kind of in the midst of that that IR stint. So um, a little, little bit of out of sight, out of mind in November. October was the high point for Kyron Williams. RB 18, 63 overall, and that was a huge jump. If you go back to the preseason, RB 77, yeah. 223 overall. Uh, essentially a, a last round pick in your dynasty startup draft. So he goes from RB 77 to RB 18 uh, in, in one month after we see how he started the season. And then, Matt, this month is is where we really see the jump because currently in that December ADP, we talked about it a little bit last week, but we didn't mention Kyron Williams' name, I don't believe. Kyron Williams is the RB8 in December <laughs> ADP. He is the 25th overall player, so he's the 3.01 pick. He's being valued around players like Michael Pittman, Tank Dell, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. And Nico Collins, does that feel? I think that's lunacy. I was going to say, does that feel a little too high <laughs> for you? If I could trade for Michael Pittman or Nico Collins, I would do that in two shakes of a lamb sale. I mean, uh, mm. he's fine. He's really good, and I understand running backs are really scarce right now. So it shocks me a little less that he's running back eight, which is also a little crazy. Then I I have to pay. Dell Collins Pittman prices for him. Well, we preach on here that outside of the elite guys, and we're talking outside of Bijan Robinson. If you want to include Jameer uh-huh. Gibbs in that, if you want to include Brees Hall in that, that's fair. Uh, maybe Jonathan Taylor. Outside of those players, we want to play the year by year game. We want to play redraft at the running back position, and from that standpoint, Kyron Williams is is as you said earlier, potentially winning you a dynasty title. Um, so I, I get him, I get him being a big value gainer. Um, yes. he's, he's behind Devon H. Chan. He's behind Taylor, but he's ahead of Kenneth Walker. He's ahead of Saquon no. Barkley. Maybe no. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, Sorry. maybe this says more about the, the state of the running back position. He's ahead of, Austin Eckler, which is probably fair. Swift, Jacobs, Javante Williams. I think it says a lot about the state of the running back, you know, market right now, right. which is nasty. But I'm taking Walker all day long. I'm taking Barkley all day long. I, I'm not sure on Barkley. I, I do agree on Walker, though. I, I would prefer Walker, and there's actually a pretty sizable gap in ADP between the two players, actually about a round gap between uh, Williams and Walker. So uh, ADP says it's not all that close. I, I would go the other way on that one. I think I want him over Saquon Barkley though. Uh, 
And again, that says more about Barkley hmm. and about the running back position. We've got some dynasty rankings to talk about. We'll talk a little more ADP and dynasty trades. We'll continue all of this Kyron Williams conversation next. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, Matt. Uh, we, we're talking Kyron Williams. It sounds like you are not quite on board with this massive, massive value gain that we have seen. <laughs> uh, if you want to look over the entirety of the season, Kyron Williams has gone from 223 overall in September ADP to 20, 25 overall in December ADP. So essentially a 200 spot jump. He's gone from the RB 77 to the RB eight. And you think that's a little too far. Our, our dynasty rankers at DLF are maybe a little more in line with what you, what you might value uh, or how you might value Kyron Williams. According to DLF rankings, he is the RB 28. He's 89 overall. Some players being ranked and valued ahead uh, around him are Tua Tungavaloa, Jalen Warren, Jamison Williams, Rashi Rice. Does that feel more in line with how you're valuing Kyron? Yes, but actually kind of low. I mean, I would okay. take him over all guys, though. So somewhere in between. Yeah, you're I mean, in between there. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a little too hard on him. Well, what I ask at the top of the show is, do you think Kyron Williams is a top 10 running back? So if you, if you use our current ADP, uh, December ADP as a starting point that says he's RB eight, we're both putting Kenneth Walker ahead of him. So we're bumping him down one spot. You said you would put Saquon Barkley ahead of him as well. So now he's down to RB 10, uh, some other names uh, being drafted behind uh, Williams include Rashad white. DeAndre Swift, Josh Jacobs, Javante Williams, Austin Eckler. Uh, so for you, is Kyron Williams the top 10 dynasty running back? Swift and Javante are question marks for me. The other names you mentioned, I'll take Kyron over for sure. Okay. So probably 11. Yeah, know? he's he's on the on the borderline. Uh, so calling yeah, him a dynasty RB1 in your mind is is not out of line at all. It's not. I have a side question for you because you know this t- topic better than me. And I know next year's rookie class isn't great at running mm-hmm. back. Would you take him over all incoming rookies? Uh, Yeah, I would. Certainly based on, okay. what, we, based on what we know now. Uh, Travion Henderson from Ohio State, I think, is viewed by a lot favorite. of people yeah. as, the, uh, as the potential RB1 in the rookie class. There's also been uh, some reports is probably even too too strong of a word some some uh, rumors that he could return to Ohio State for another season and um man that would that would just 
Well, that, would, that would hurt. Oh, no, it would hurt. hurt. It would hurt. The 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 running Plus the Brooks injury from Texas. Right. Yeah. Right. The running back yeah. class is already already going to be a weak one. Uh, I think I mentioned it on here, but I did a uh, I did a super flex rookie mock with with a bunch of folks from uh, around the community, and Henderson was the only rookie running back drafted in the first round of our mock. So if he's not in this class, if he goes back to the Buckeyes then it, it becomes a very easy decision that, that I want Kyron over, over all the incoming rookie running backs. And uh, Makes sense. even if, even if Henderson's in there, I, I probably still do, honestly. Pretty safe. Let's uh, let's move over to some dynasty trades. I know you said you were looking ahead, Matt, there were tons of trades. There were maybe double digit trades of Kyron Williams for a 2024 first round pick. Are you making that trade? I think that's dead even purely based on team. And that's such a cop out by me, but that's fair. No. if it, if it looks like a top five pick, I definitely want the top five pick. I mean, this receiver class looks amazing. Like I'd probably take Brock Bowers over him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like sure. a couple of these guys, but if it's 10, 11, 12, and you're getting into that running back conversation we just had or quarterback two or three and not super flex leagues, I think I'll take Williams. I mean, he's still pretty young. Yeah, I totally agree. And we always talk about the random picks. Uh, uh, unfortunately, on the DLF Trade Finder, which is where we uh, where we pull these trades, it's, uh, it, it's basically impossible to know where that pick ranks. We, we can find that mm-hmm. out. Um, you know, as, as the uh, draft gets closer and as the, as the new season begins. Uh, but for now, it just, uh, it, it's just a 2024 first rounder. The good thing is in your league, you know, if that's going to be an early pick uh, or a late pick. And I totally agree. If it's anywhere from, let's say one, eight, something like that. If it's one, eight or lower. You, would you do it for eight? Yeah. Eight was my magic number. Eight sounds, eight sounds about right. Eight, eight feels right to me. Um, I, I think you're right. Once once you get to that m- the middle of that first round, that's where I'm I'm starting to consider it. And, and again, that's only if I've got a contending team or a, a team mm-hmm. um, that I think will will contend uh, in um, you know this season and Next and, and yeah, moving yeah, yeah. forward. Right. Although honestly, I'm I'm hesitant to buy any running backs in the early off season uh, because there's, there's always so much shakeup. So, you know, if, if you've got that, uh, if you're in a league where there is no trade deadline, you can flip a late first for him right now and, and hopefully win that league title. I'm comfortable doing that. If you're already out of the playoffs or uh, if we're talking about a, a possible January trade, I'm probably not buying, buying Kyron Williams, but I'm probably not buying really any running backs uh, at, at well that said, point. Yeah. What about Kyron Williams for Zach Charbonnet? Where are you on that one? Williams. Yeah. I don't think that one's super close. Okay. I still like Charbonnet, but I'm, I'm going Williams mm-hmm. there as well. Kyron Williams and Jordan Love for Trevor Lawrence. And of course, this is a super flex league. Uh, Williams and Love for Lawrence. I see both sides. I mean, I Love has caught my attention. And I, I think that he's a keeper. I probably would go get the big ticket item though in Lawrence. Yeah, I'm going Lawrence there as well. Kyron Williams for Tank Dell, another one for one trade. Dell. 
And one more that I thought was really interesting. Actually, a couple more. Kyron Williams and a third rounder for Drake London. So you're you're adding two Williams to get London. How you feel about that one? Fair, but I like London. I think he's an exceptional player. I'm with you. We saw finally saw a nice game out of him on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Last one: Williams plus a third rounder for Jonathan Taylor plus a second rounder. Taylor in the second. I have Taylor ahead of Williams, so yeah. Yeah, I I do as well. I I just thought it was interesting that the uh, the Taylor side had to add the higher pick there. So just. Just trying to show. What if it was the other way around? Who would you want? I would still want Taylor. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. If it was a first versus second, that's a different story. But a second versus a third, nah. Right. Right. We are uh, we're getting close to really identifying Kyron Williams' value in dynasty leagues. We uh, we both agree that he's just on the outside looking in when it comes to top ten dynasty running backs. Uh, but we still have our Twitter rankings to show where he belongs amongst uh, a lot of the names that we've already been talking about today. We will have that conversation next. We are conducting a dynasty value study for Rams running back Kyron Williams, who is, uh, has of course been, Uh, probably the top riser of this entire season. Uh, We've already laid out the ADP, but uh, essentially went from from unranked to a top 10 dynasty running back, according to our ADP. Let's see what Twitter thinks about this player. Uh, Matt, remember, this is where I post a series of polls pitting our focus player, Kyron Williams, in this case, against a, uh, a, a group of players at the same position. In his same value range. I always try to, to to put the player right in the middle. It didn't happen this time, Matt. I, I'm once again surprised at some of these results. Yeah. Devon A. I think this is state of the running back stuff, though. I mean, so many, none of these guys are hot right now. That's true. That is true. Uh, Devon A. Chain's pretty hot. Uh, 85% mm-hmm. of the votes. He was the easy favorite over Kyron Williams. Jonathan Taylor, a name we've mentioned on here already a couple times, also a pretty easy, uh, pretty easily favored. He gets seventy-seven percent of the vote over the Rams running back. Uh, but then Kyron Williams won every other poll here. Matt Kenneth Walker gets forty-nine percent. So does Saquon Barkley. So those three we can awfully close. We yeah. can basically call a toss-up. Kyron Williams, yeah, yeah. Kenneth Walker, Saquon Barkley, all valued about the same, uh, just like we expected a few months ago. Of course, uh, no, not really. Uh, Javante Williams, <laughs> Barkley versus Kyron. We knew that. Sure, of course, right. Javante Williams, thirty-eight percent of the vote compared to Kyron. So uh, Williams, Kyron Williams, I should say. Uh, pretty handily over Javante. I, I don't know if I would agree with that. that. Not for me. Um, I, I think those, those two guys are a toss up in my opinion, certainly uh, not that big of a, of a value gap, Matt, you said none of these guys have been hot. Rashad White's been pretty hot, but he only gets yeah, 37% of the vote. I was surprised he was that low. And then uh, a couple other guys at 33%, Josh Jacobs and James Cook, who's also been playing really well, get 33% of the vote. We've got a few names left, but uh, the names I've mentioned so far, Matt, any surprises here? No, 
I just want to take the opportunity because I think Javante next year is going to be really good. But then you're in, what, year three or four already in running back years. That's a lot. Yeah. I'll be the first to admit that I don't respect Rashad White as much as I should. I always keep thinking that some big dude's going to come in and make him just a third down back only, you know. And But as we go, it doesn't happen, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last four names on the list. Uh, Kyron Williams easily won the poll over these players. Tony Pollard gets 28% of the vote. DeAndre Swift. Didn't see that coming. No, not at all. DeAndre Swift, 25%. Alvin Kamara, 16%. And Austin Eckler bringing up the rear here, only 9% of the votes. Again, another indication of just how much Austin Eckler has fallen off. Not only is he not even close to Kyron Williams, he's well behind uh, every other name we've mentioned here as well. Interesting. I don't have a lot to add, but I would strongly consider moving him, especially after he wins you the fantasy title this year. You know, Is, is that Eckler or Kyron Williams? Kyron Williams, I mean, I mean okay. just to kind of sum it up. Like, I like him, and people need backs, but, boy, if I could trade him in the offseason after I got a lot of money out of him, you know, I mean, in terms of just investment, what I got back on him, and I could turn him into one of these good young receivers or something like that or draft capital, I would be highly interested. But I respect the player a lot. Are you, let's say it's a, it's early January, fantasy playoffs are done, and you get offered a 2025 first-rounder from an average team in your league. You taking that? Probably. Yeah. I'm a sucker for that. I love having future picks because I just know during the season I can turn them into anything I want. You know, I mean, the future first for me are like candy. (laughs) Yeah, I I understand. I get that. (laughs) Uh, I think I would probably do that as well. As I already said, I'm certainly not paying a first rounder for him. Uh, Mm -hmm. Once the season ends, I, I would actually consider doing it now if I thought it really made the difference in winning the title. But uh, once we get to the well, off a couple season, weeks ago, it would have been real nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> once we get to the off season, the, uh, the game changes completely. That's going to do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at locked on dynasty, follow Matt at Williamson NFL. And I'm Ryan MC 23. We'll be back next time with more locked on dynasty.